I never dreamed how much I would actually enjoy podcasting. When it was first suggested to me, I'll be honest, I was a bit intimidated by the thought. But when I found Anchor, I quickly realized how easy this was going to be. Anchor provides me with the tools to record and edit right within their program. I don't need additional software. I didn't even need to know how to distribute the podcast because they do it all for me. I would not be where I am today as a podcaster without Anchor. It's all you need and completely free. If you are looking to get started, download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Covert narcissism is so messed up. It's so twisted that you feel like you're going insane just trying to get a grasp on what's going on. It's so hard to pinpoint and it's impossible to describe. You cannot possibly explain it to anyone who has never experienced it themselves. And trying to makes you sound crazy, even to yourself. So now you question your own sanity. You know, it's mind-boggling and exhausting. Many victims collapse into a pile of nothing and just give up. And I don't blame them. I've been there. I've been there many times. I've been that pile on the floor. I know that pain firsthand. The covert narcissist is a master at appearing innocent, kind, compassionate, generous, sincere, benevolent, and so much more. To the world, they look not only normal, but even better. You know, they could convince Mother Teresa that they are the perfect spouse. Yet underneath that, in the most subtle of ways, they treat people with contempt, disregard, hatred, condescension, disdain, antipathy, and so much more. I felt like one minute I understood. I got it. Like, like I had it. Okay, this is what's going on. And the very next minute, that was gone. It was like I was trying to grasp the wind when I was trying to understand what was going on here. One minute it made sense, and the next minute I had no idea. If I was struggling this much to understand it, how in the world could I expect my friends to understand it? Well, if it is that hard to get a hold of, then why do we try so hard to understand? Why do we research like crazy? Googling, reading, listening, watching. I didn't work this hard when I was in school and I was a dedicated student. But this, this I was absorbing 24 hours a day, seven days a week, trying so hard to figure out what was going on and why. I'm Renee Swanson, your host of the Covert Narcissism Podcast. Thank you for joining me and thousands of other victims right here as we grow and learn together. Now, I want to give you an analogy that just actually recently occurred uh, to me. I was headed to bed a few nights ago and my stomach was feeling quite upset. I, my stomach was upset. I was a little bit nauseous. Don't know why. I don't know if I'd eaten something that bothered my stomach. I don't know. But my stomach was upset, and when my stomach is nauseous, one thing that really helps is for me to rub some peppermint oil on my stomach. So I did, and I climbed into bed, and I went to sleep. Well, in the middle of the night, I woke up, and I needed to use the restroom, and so I got up, and as I'm headed to the restroom, of course, my stomach's still upset, but I noticed that my hand just felt like it was on fire. My skin was really burning. And, and at first, you know, I'm, I'm not all the way awake and I'm like, what's the matter with my hand? And, and then I remembered, oh yeah, that peppermint oil. I put peppermint oil on it. So yeah, no problem. That's, that's what it is. And so I relaxed and I moved on and was, you know, then back to focused on my stomach that was being a problem. 
Well, I, I didn't worry that something was wrong with my hand. I didn't panic. I didn't start treating my hand and get like aloe vera or whatever. I knew what was going on and knowing what was going on, put my mind at ease. And I, you know, went back to bed. I went back to sleep. When we have some knowledge and understanding, our mind is able to relax. As a victim of covert narcissistic abuse, your guard is up 100% of the time. You never feel safe. You never feel relaxed. You never feel like you can just let your guard down and just be you. You're always waiting and watching for that next blow up, for that next major issue that's hiding behind the door. You're defending yourself constantly and you can even feel like you're going totally insane. Well, as you gain some understanding of what is going on, even the very first step of hearing the words covert narcissism instantly causes your mind to start to relax some. Finally, I have a word for this. I've heard that from so many victims. Finally, someone else gets it. Finally, I realize that I'm not alone and that I'm not crazy. Finally, something here makes sense. Up to this point, you have worked so hard to make everything better, convinced that you could do this. If I'm just good enough, if I work hard enough, if I pay more attention, if I try harder, well, I want to go back for a minute to that analogy of the peppermint oil. So let's lay it out. Number one, I had a problem. My stomach was upset. I was nauseous. So next, I treated that problem. And that led to another problem, which made the skin on my hand burn or that burning sensation. This, however, was because of the treatment that I had given to my stomach and not actually a problem. It was the natural result of touching peppermint oil. It was not a problem and it would go away on its own. Now let's apply this same analogy to life with a covert narcissist. Step one, you have a problem. Okay, let's say that problem is, I mean, if you're living with a covert narcissist, you got lots of problems, but but it's one problem. It's it's that person, that abuser in your life. So let's say the problem, you know, that is immediately in front of you is he, and I'm, I'm going to say he, because that's my situation. Again, I, I don't take it away from anyone who's living with, with a female covert narcissist, but let's say he raged at you because dinner wasn't ready when he got home. All right. And so he blew up at you over what should be a, a nothing so the next step, you treat the problem. Well, you treat the problem by defending yourself. You know, you, you start defending yourself. The kids needed my help. The meat took longer to cook than I expected. Whatever the reason, you are defending yourself. And defending yourself is normal and understandable. You are defending yourself against an unreasonable attack. But this leads to another problem. Now he's raging at you for these defenses. You always put the kids ahead of me. This is just another example. I can hear it now. You never cook the meat long enough. You're a horrible cook. Where did you learn to cook like that? The circle of defending and raging can go on for hours and hours and hours. It's a, it's a circular conversation that goes around and around, and it's incredibly painful. It's the most lonely place on the face of this earth, and it can go on for a long time. You, the victim, can easily become convinced in all of this circular you know, conversing that you are the problem. You should put him 
maybe ahead of the kids. Ma'am, he is your husband or this is your wife. Maybe you should get better at timing the meals. Maybe you should learn to cook. You know, maybe I could take a cooking class. I sh maybe you should do this or you should do that. Maybe you shouldn't have defended yourself. All of this goes on and on. And you start fixing things that aren't the problem because of the confusion that's been brought on by this circular conversation with the covert narcissist. You start treating the burning skin on your own hand, believing that something is wrong with your hand, but that is not the problem. You start fixing things in you that don't need to be fixed, blaming yourself for all of these troubles. And in this process, you're actually joining the abuse that your abuser is dishing out at you. This was the topic of last week's podcast. If you missed it, go back and listen to it. Victims of covert narcissistic abuse join the abuser in abusing themselves. So back to the analogy. The part that you are missing and when, when we join this abuse and we join this circle of defending and raging, the part that is missing is the knowledge. Defending yourself is not the problem. It's a natural response to being attacked. The problem, like with the oil, was not the burning sensation on my hand, but rather my nauseous stomach. Having the knowledge that the peppermint oil stings on the skin allowed me to not worry about that and rather to focus on my stomach. Having knowledge about how covert narcissism hurts, how it, how it damages, how it, you know, has all these effects that it has on you. Having knowledge about that can help you to not worry about your natural response to defend and protect yourself. Rather, it will allow you to focus on the actual problem, the abuse of the covert narcissist. Now, they will try over and over and over to shift the focus onto you and any problem that they can muster up about you. But as your awareness and understanding grow, you can stay more focused on the true problem, which is the way that they treat you. Now, this is easier said than done. Getting a grasp on covert narcissism, like I said at the beginning, it's like trying to grab the wind. You can feel like you're trying to catch a ghost. One minute you might think, okay, I've got a good grasp on the situation. This is what's going on. This is how he's treating me. This is how I'm reacting to it. You can kind of feel like you've got it laid out. And the very next minute, that grasp is completely gone and you feel like you don't understand a single thing. It is incredibly frustrating. Why? Why? Why does it be, why is it like that? Why is it so hard to get a hold of? The covert narcissist is a master at subtleness. Their attacks are not outright and in your face. They are experts at making people feel stupid, worthless, despicable, miserable, and yet all the while they come out looking like such a good person. You can even be convinced that they are a good person. You, the victim, end up on their side convinced that they are just doing what's right for you, that they are just looking out for your best interest, that they that they care about you, so you have to listen to them. You know, they, they must care about me, so what they're saying must be true, and maybe I need to go take a cooking class. What? They have just enough truth in what they say to convince everyone that they are right, even you, the victim, especially you, the victim. 
Therefore, I tell you, it is crucial to gain some knowledge and understanding of all of this. It is so easy to turn your own desire to be a good person against you. And covert narcissists are experts at this, and they will do it again and again. So what knowledge do we pursue? These are things that get pursued. What is a covert narcissist? You know, there's checklists out there. I've got checklists on my own email list. If you're not part of that email list, go sign up now. Uh, you'll find it at covertnarcissism.com. You can join my mailing list. And, and when you join, you get a free uh, checklist, a checklist of the covert narcissistic traits. Um, you can also get it by joining our Facebook group and leaving your email uh, there. The Facebook group is Covert Narcissism Group. So that's another place you can get it. Absolutely free. Just get in. Send me a personal email if you need to. I'll get it to you. I don't have any issues with putting it in your hands. And so, so what knowledge do we pursue? What is a covert narcissist? What traits do they carry? How do they interact with those closest to them? How do they talk? How do they, you know, what do they, how do they think? How did they get created? All of these things are some of the knowledge we pursue about the covert narcissist. However, you cannot only focus on knowledge about the covert narcissist. Many of us, many of us victims have spent so much time and energy focused only on the narcissist. It's time to focus on yourself. They have taken enough of your mental energy. They have taken enough of your life energy, enough of your time. You must also start to focus on yourself. So what kind of knowledge do we pursue there? What is my mind thinking? What thoughts are going through my head and, and how are these thoughts affecting me? You know, the thoughts we have, they have a major impact on our health, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all of this. They have a major impact on us. So start paying attention, start looking, start putting your life energy into you, asking, what is my mind thinking? How about questions like, how do I feel right now? How does my body feel? What does my body need from me? That's a good one. What does my body need from me right now? How does it feel? Do I feel tension somewhere? All right, listen to your body. These are not things you can Google. I mean, you can Google ideas, yes. And, and I'm going to talk about some of that in just a minute. But, but it's not like you're Googling what is a covert narcissist. All of that kind of information you're going to get more by by reading podcast or listening to cod <laughs> listening to podcasts, reading blogs, you know, all of this kind of stuff. But when you shift the focus onto yourself, now you need to listen to yourself. You need to listen to your body. You need to listen to your heart. You need to listen to your mind. Shut the computer off. Shut the phones off, and spend some time with yourself. Victims of covert narcissism find themselves out of touch with reality. And the reasons are quite simple. And I want to explain what I mean here, but they find themselves out of touch with reality. Their reality is just simply too painful and too overwhelming. Here's a loved one, a loved one, a spouse, a parent, a, you know, a sibling, a loved one who is treating them with such contempt, anger, and even hatred. That is painful. It is incredibly hard to accept. And so many, many victims simply just lose touch with reality. It's just, it's a protection. They do this simply in order to protect themselves, in order to survive. It's, it's a survival tactic. Let's just step away from reality and I can ignore that they hate me. I can ignore how they make me feel and I'll just make my life okay. And yes, they're still a part of it, but that's okay. And we just completely lose touch with reality. 
Another reason, as we've already said, the covert narcissist confuses that reality over and over. It's incredibly hard when you're with a covert narcissist to keep up with what reality actually is because they spin it and they will spin everything so much that reality becomes very blurry. Well, did, did this happen that way or did it maybe happen that way? I don't know. Maybe he's right. Maybe I said it that way or all of this. And, and so this only adds to the victim's need to escape from reality. So part of your healing journey must be to bring yourself back to reality. Most victims don't even realize that they're out of touch with reality. I know I didn't. I had no idea that I was out of touch with reality, out of touch with the present moment. I had no idea. I had never even considered it, I don't think. And for many of us, the, it's the focus is just on our abuser for so long that that's part of why it happens too. We're so focused on that abuser. How are they, you know, how are they feeling today? What do they think? If I say it this way, what would they say? If I say it this way, what, how would they react? And so our focus is constantly on them. I remember when I was really, truly waking up to covert narcissism and really starting to understand what was going on in my world. I picked up this book and the book is by Eckhart Tolle and it's called The Power of Now. It just caught my eye in a bookstore. I was blown away by how, by how much that book spoke to me. I didn't even realize why at the time. I just knew that I needed to be reading this. I would read and, and every page I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, wow. It just spoke to my heart. I started a mindfulness journey simply because it felt so right. This felt like, oh, this is what my heart needs right now. This is what my mind needs right now. I didn't understand why, but now I understand why. I had lost complete touch with reality. With my present moment, my mind was existing elsewhere all the time. I want to encourage you so much. Please get on a journey of mindfulness. Get on a journey of connecting with your present moment. And in fact, I'm going to jumpstart that journey for you. I want to leave you today with one simple exercise that was so incredibly helpful to me in my healing journey. It will seem so simple, but I promise you it's life-changing. The simpleness is what brings you to the now, to your reality, to your present moment. Here's how this exercise works. It's using your five senses, sight, sound, taste, smell, and feel. So ask yourself, what do I see right now? What is around you? What do I see? A book, a chair, a window, a tree? See these things, knowing that they are there. Just see them. Let yourself be present to their presence right now. What do I hear? Close your eyes and listen. What do you hear? The wind, an air conditioning unit, a car, a bird? Just listen to your present moment. What do I taste? You know, can you taste whatever was last in your mouth? Maybe you're the last thing you ate, the last thing you drank? Are there any tastes that are lingering on your tongue? If you have some mint or gum or, or a piece of food, put it in your mouth. What does it taste like? Pay attention to it completely. What do I smell? Anything? Are there any odors around you right now? Surely there are. Take some big, deep breaths. Any smells? Do you have essential oils around? That's a good one. Put some in a diffuser on your hands. Smell it. What does it smell like and how does it make you feel when you smell it? In the fifth sense, what do I feel? What is your body touching right now? Do you feel your clothes? The chair that you're sitting on? The floor? Are you lying on your bed? How does it feel? Do you feel supported? 
by what's holding you up right now? Do you feel safe and secure? Do this simple exercise, the five senses. Do them often. As a victim of covert narcissistic abuse, you need to find your way back to the present moment. This simple exercise will absolutely do that. It is essential to your own healing. As a victim, we have forgotten how life is supposed to feel. In fact, I've got an upcoming episode that is specifically on how we have lost touch with what life is supposed to feel like. That's a, that's a doozy and that's coming soon. Beginning tomorrow, I'm actually releasing, it's called Tidbits of Revelations, bi-weekly doses of ponderings for victims of covert narcissism. These include waking up to the abuse, handling it for continued interactions if, if that's necessary in your life, healing from its effects and becoming the person that you want to be. Nobody else decides for you. This Tidbits of Revelations is available through Patreon. You can, you can join this series at Patreon. It's uh, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com forward slash covert narcissism. I'll try to get a link uh, actually in this episode for, for those of you who want to look me up there. So I hope you can join us. I, I wish you so much peace on your journey of healing.